got Gabe, he's gonna work it for you. We got Shane, he's gonna work it for you. We got Kyle, he's, he's here too. Character work! Well, I take my mic out of the mic stand a lot, actually. Don't tell him that. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry, I don't mean that. Um, yeah! Bye, Kyle, we'll miss you. Yeah! You say he's looking at boobs? He said, he said that. Oh, are we recording? Yeah, we're recording. Nice. <laughs> so, how's your day going so far? It's going pretty well. Uh, My see, name's Gabe. And I am Steve. Hey, Steve. Uh, Wait I'm, a minute. How'd Stevie get in here? I'm a character. <laughs> you're a character. Oh, I'm making it work. You're, you're a cut up. Uh, and I'm Shane. Uh, this is behind the... We don't normally we don't really behind introduce, the scenes. But I, I just wanted everybody to know right off the bat, hey, like this sounds like Gabe. Is he doing another character? Nope. It's just me in the flesh. That's that's true. That's, you, true. Uh, that's true. We were just sitting here talking about um, our plan for the day. So I am going to go down to the airport and hop a flight. And, um, you know, this is also not how behind the scenes normally goes. You don't normally make up a story, <laughs> make up the story about getting on a flight and going to Mexico to buy some, uh, I don't know, salsa. That's what they have in Mexico, right? So, uh, kind of a fun thing that we can do. Uh, let's do a fun kind of behind the scenes for us. Okay. Let's predict SummerSlam. Okay. That'd be good. That'll be good for all of the people who I am friends with who don't watch wrestling. So we'll make it quick. Yeah, it's it's gonna be fast. We're not gonna we're not gonna, gonna spend do, a lot of time. Um, let's make it two and a half minutes. I'm just kidding. There's no time limit. The first rule: there is no rules. I am just trying to buy time while Shane looks up the SummerSlam um, matches. By the way, for all you people who aren't wrestling fans, SummerSlam is a wrestling show, and it's the f- uh, one of the four big shows of the year. Good old fashioned Summerfest. Summerfest, and um, it's fun. You know, it's check it out every now and then. Every now and then. All right. Jordan and the Hardys versus the Miztourage. Uh, Jordan and the Hardys. No, I'm going Jordan and the Hardys. That's a good band name. Yes. Jordan and the Hardys. We are Jordan and the Hardys. We are here to rock your face off. Like in Face Off. We are specifically a Face Off cover band. We only play songs from Face Off or about Face Off. We're going to cut off your faces and wear them. We're going to cut off, off your faces and wear them as our own. own. Oh. Oh oh, 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 Okay, what else we got? <laughs> uh, Kira Tozawa versus Neville. Uh, Kira Tozawa, because why would they take the title back six days later? Uh, I'm going with Akira Tozawa because I feel like they took the title off the week earlier because they didn't. They weren't going to put him on the main show, so why have a title change in the pre-show? Right, okay, good point. I was also making the same point, but you elaborated more, and I appreciate that about you. <laughs> I meant, like, why would they change the title back? You know, uh, New Day and the Usos. Uh, New Day because reasons. Also, uh, I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Usos because there's no heel tag teams on SmackDown. I was gonna say they really need. Uh, so what's Brizongo have been really building this uh, whole fashion files things up for the past few weeks, and it needs to be some like a heel tag team and uh, not just a joke like the Ascension thing was. And uh, we're never gonna find out. They're gonna just keep going with it. <laughs> That's terrible. That's a terrible idea. I was very underwhelmed when they said um, to be continued in two weeks. I'm like, well, crap. So they're not going to. Yeah, I was I was hoping there'd be something on SummerSlam. Uh, I thought it was all building to that. Big show versus big cast versus big E versus uh, big daddy V versus versus big daddy Kane versus big daddy Kane Um, versus uh, with Enzo Amore in a shark cage. Let's go big show. 
I literally know nothing about Raw. I'm sorry. I'm going to go Big Cass, but that's just because he's the younger guy. There you go. Uh, Randy, Randy Orton versus Rusev. Randy Orton because he needs the pay-per-view win. It's been, what, three months, four months since his last pay-per-view win? I'm going to go Rusev because I think he needs a win more than Randy Orton does. No. Fair enough. Um, Fair by enough. the way, speaking of Rusev, um, you know who is the most annoying person on Snapchat? The most annoying person on Snapchat? Yes. Rusev's wife's Lana. Because she is very much into selfies to a fault, actually. Like I don't think that she at, could be into selfies to a fault. Um, I thought it was endearing at first because I'm like, ooh, yeah, we get to look at Lana. But then, like, the stories go on and on and on. And it's like, sometimes I'm sitting there watching it. I'm looking at my watch doing uh, while doing so. And she takes selfies straight for, like, video selfies for, like, five minutes. It's awful. I'm exaggerating, but only by, like, a couple minutes. <laughs> Uh, we got Naomi versus Natalia. Oh God, I don't care. I'm sorry, uh, Naomi, because Natalia should not have the title. I'm gonna say Natalia and then Carmella. Oh yeah, good. I uh, forgot about that. The cash in thing. Okay. Uh, John Cena versus Baron Corbin. John Cena because Baron Corbin is done. He is the most boring wrestler in the WWE in the last I don't know 20 years. I'm gonna go John Cena just because I think they're gonna build him up to do something big on Raw next. And so yeah, it looks like a- he's running away from SmackDown if he loses at SummerSlam and goes to Raw. That's fine. He is a free agent. I just did air quotes. You did. They were very nice. And Baron Corbin is terrible. He's the most boring wrestler in the last 20 years. Finn Balor versus Wyatt. Finn Balor, hands down, because Bray Wyatt hasn't won a match, I think, ever. I'm going to go. I'm going to go Finn Balor because he's going to be the demon. Yes, obviously. Uh, Shame Zaro versus, uh, Deeth Amberlins. This one is going to be good. And, uh, Deeth Amberlins is definitely going to win because why would they build up the, uh, reuniting of the shield if they're not going to actually go through with getting, giving them the titles? Yeah, I think so too. Good talk. <laughs> uh, Alexa Bliss is versus Sasha Banks. Uh, versus Shanks. I, again, I don't, I haven't watched Raw in the past Alyssa like three years, Shanks. three months, but I would say Alexa bliss i'm gonna go Alex bliss as well okay good, good talk good talk aj styles versus kevin owens with shane mcmahon as a special guest referee aj styles because they, uh shane mcmahon is somehow gonna get uh either screw over kevin owens with by the, being the referee or he's going to accidentally screw up kevin owens over and that's gonna escalate their storyline i think owens is gonna like accidentally hit shane and then shane's gonna get mad and like, like he always does yeah <laughs> that's it, the thing Real quick side sidetrack. Um, the thing that I love about Shane McMahon versus Stephanie McMahon is that I know they're both playing characters and they're probably probably both great people in real life because they're I, I know Stephanie McMahon does a lot with her money, but her character is just so evil. But Shane McMahon is just so good of a I don't, I wouldn't say like a like a beacon of light or anything, but like he definitely is a better. He's just easier to watch. He's fun. He reacts he, to the he's audience. He's got better, um, bra, uh, I can't think of the word. Me neither. Stage presence. Sure. He, he's, he's just, he's just more natural, more yeah. fluid. And well, Stephanie McMahon just seems like she's putting on a character while he just seems like he's yeah. just being him. Cause I know that Stephanie McMahon is not evil. So like the fact that she's still gutless and just ev- like pure evil over the past 15 years and just like, get over it. Stop being so mean. Now we're at the final two matches, I believe. 
Jinder uh, versus Nakamura. Nakamura. I think Jinder's going to win. Oh, really? Yeah, I think so. You know, um, I was really. I don't think he wins in a way that's like that's he's going to win a heel way, but he's. I think he's going to win. So the Singh brothers are going to interfere again. Singh or uh, Great Kali or yeah, one of his many cronies. The thing, Muhammad Hassan. I I wouldn't be surprised if Jinder won because I hear that WWE is going to do an India tour, and that would be a really good um, kind of thing for marketing. Is hey, our champion is quote unquote from India. even though he's from Albany or not Albany, he uh, is he is Alberta. from Alberta, Canada, which is the home of Bret Hart. Yes, um, and so it wouldn't surprise me if it was Jinder Mahal, but at the same time, he's had a long reign for it being Jinder, and he's so boring, and he's just a evil foreign heel, and I just don't care anymore. I didn't care to begin with, um, but uh, everybody was predicting um, Nakamura winning and then Baron Corbin cashing in. But we all know that's not going to happen because yep. Baron Corbin is the biggest idiot in WWE right now. And he's boring, by the way. Did I mention that? He's boring. So um, boring. So boring because he cashed it in uh, on Jinder Mahal when John Cena was still outside the ring, climbing up on top of the ropes. And then he could look, he could see him in his peripheral and he, he kept, kept looking, looking at back him. at him. Kept looking at him. And then they ring the bell and then sure enough, and then he complete, and then John Cena hops up on the apron and then, and then Baron Corbin is suddenly distracted by John Cena and then Jinder Mahal rolls him up. I'm like, that was so sloppy. That was so sloppy. Yeah, it was, a gimmick. it was ugly. It was, it was bad. It wasn't good television and it was boring. Oh, it was. It was boring, just because like, it was Baron just Corbin. Like Baron Corbin is more like Baron Corbin. Uh, so now we've got uh, Brock Lesnar. This is gonna be the match the versus uh, Roman Reigns versus Braun Strowman versus Samoa Joe. I'm going to go Brock Lesnar. I am also going Brock Lesnar. And they have been teasing that he's gonna leave uh, the WWE if uh, he loses. Um, and we all know that John Bone Jones um, called him out saying, hey, I want to fight you. And uh, it'll happen next year. That'll happen next year. Like, yeah, he can wait. And uh, everybody was thinking that was going to be his out. Like, OK, so he's going to lose the belt and then he's going to go fight John Bone Jones in the UFC. But no, he's he doesn't need to do that right now. Um, it's I was going to say um, the thing, the reason that I one of the reasons that I don't watch Raw anymore um nothing against brock lesnar he's not on raw but he's still the champion yeah he's not on a lot and uh, although i like i like people chasing like i like a show that can be the main events the number one contenders match like i think that's exciting like you don't need to have the champion uh fight for his title every week but i still like seeing the champion more often than what they have him as and i'm not even not like saying that, like uh, SmackDown has the number one contender thing, um, have it, have those be main events too, and that's fine. Well, I mean, even on like pay per views, though, I'm fine with a with the belt not being defended on every pay per view. I was just gonna say, bring that up, is that I heard on, I didn't watch it, but on uh, not Elimination Chamber, but Extreme Rules, the main event was that was a number one contenders match for a pay per view that's you know not even that one. Like, why would I pay per view to watch somebody? <laughs> I see what you did there. To watch so, uh, a bunch of guys fight for the uh, main event for another pay per view. That just, I don't know. Because it's an exciting mixture of people. I get that. And they, um, I'm sure the match was great. Um, but yeah. 
for all you people out there, all my friends out there who don't like wrestling, I get it. Um, but the thing that I, the thing about these wrestling is that a lot of people say it's fake. Um, these guys aren't actually, um, you know, uh, doing athletic feats. They are. They are putting their bodies on the line week after week, and it is amazing what they actually go through. Um, and What's going to be fun for everyone is listening to this in like a week or two after SummerSlam is over and listening yes, to what we predicted. Exactly. And then they're going to be like, man, Gabe was so right, and now I want to marry him. So. I say that every day. <laughs> Hooray. Huzzah. Huzzah. So, um, yeah, that's my uh, story. And are you sticking to it? Yes. Okay, good. There were so many more things I wanted to talk about. Like when I walked through the door right just today, I, I'm like, I had like, let's say 18 topics. In my Hey, I just thought of one. One of the 18. So we can scratch this off the list. Um, I went to open mic night last week at Acme. Scratching it off the list. Have you ever been? I have not been. I've been to Acme. Yes. It's a very fun place. Um, the one thing I would change about Acme, I love that place so much. Um, a, their drinks are very expensive, but I don't appreciate that. Yep. That's um, how they make the money. B, their bathrooms are terrible. Like the, the floor is always wet. I don't, I'm not absolutely a fan of the seating in there either. There are four gigantic pillars that do yep. block the stage. And you are absolutely correct about that because if you're sitting behind them, which is more than likely that you will, um, you won't be able to see half the stage. Um, I will agree with you, but, um, also it's been well documented and well said, um, on many comedic podcasts I listen to, um, like Jimmy Pardo, Todd Glass, um, Acme is actually one of their top five favorite clubs to perform in the country because the management's great. The crowd is great. And they just take care of you. And, wow, you're just patting yourself on the back. You know the crowd's so great. Yeah. Just, I mean, I was laugh. in the crowd. I was in the crowd. It I was, was great. The, I, was, look at Jimmy that crowd. Pardo was looking right at Gotta me. Got to look at that like, crowd. That guy has a great laugh. I like his high pitched squeal. And I, I love the fact that he's like doubled over and look, looks like he's in pain right now. I did a. Uh, I, I went to a live recording of a podcast uh, last year. It was a while ago, but I was just talking about it with somebody the other day because uh, after listening back to that episode when it was actually airing. Mm-hmm. I could hear myself laughing in the background, and I went, "Oh no, no!" That you have a great laugh. It's like, and oh, I've been man. told I have a great laugh too, but I don't think I do because it again, it's a high pitched squeal, and I look and I sound like a, a child being attacked. <laughs> you do sound like a child being attacked most of the time, not just when you're laughing. Just when I'm laughing, um, but I was at open mic night, and I've told uh, a couple people that, and um, nine times out of ten, people ask me, "Oh, did you go up and perform?" Um, no, I didn't. I just went there to enjoy live comedy. And, um, so I go someplace in the city and all of a sudden I have to go participate. Like whenever I go, well, if you tell someone I went to open mic night, it sounds like you went somewhere (laughs) to get up on stage. You didn't say like, I watch people at an open night, mic night. You just get, I went to open night, mic night. Oh, how'd you do? Yeah. I mean, I laughed a lot on stage. No. Yeah. Which with my high pitched squeal. No, like uh, my point is like, that would be a funny open mic if you went up there and tried to tell a joke and then just <laughs> okay. Actually, so this man walked. <laughs> actually, it is very um, entertaining to watch a person try to struggle to get through a joke, <coughs> Wendy. <laughs> but um, ooh, ooh, calling it no, out, it's, it's the best. Wendy. What she is? She she's a coworker and she is. It's hysterical how she tr- struggles. Did she get up on stage or an open mic? Oh, night? I wish she would because the crowd would go wild because she struggles to get through jokes and. Uh, because she's laughing so hard at the, her jokes that she hasn't even said yet. It's okay. I also laugh at my own jokes a lot. 
Yeah, but can you like at least get them out on time? Eh, depends eh. on the joke okay. in the day. Um, but but anyways, my point was, it's not like um, anytime you go to a baseball game, I say, hey, how did you? What was your batting average? Yeah, because a lot of people don't go. Uh, I went and I went to a baseball game, and you don't assume that they're playing. If someone says I went to an open mic night, it sounds like they got up on. They went to an open mic night for a reason. Yes. to get up on stage. You know what? This joke didn't work. No, you're, yeah, you're terrible. <laughs> This is why I can't do why you don't show up at night. All right. Well, I think that's been a good exactly. behind the scenes. Uh, what are we at? Yeah, like 16 minutes. Oh, exactly. 16 minutes. Well, 1605, 1606, 1607. Although I, I'm counting this down and going to look at their screen and go, they're not at 16 they're minutes because we've got here. the intro. Yes. And yes. We got Gabe. He's going to work it for you. We got Shane. He's going to work it for you. We got Kyle. Kyle he's, he's here too. Here too. Character, Character work. work. Burn out. He goes, burn out. Burn out. Um, was that an outro? Did we just do an outro? Well, not anymore. So we got to keep talking. Oh, damn. We got to do an actual outro. All right. Oh, you had Shane. He just Kyle. worked it for you. You had, had Gabe. He just worked it for you. You Kyle. had Kyle. He was he was, he was so good. Character, Character work. work. And scenes.